Please state the number of the apartment you are visiting. 55. Please state the person you are visiting. Clara Shannon. Please state the purpose of your visit. Um, she asked me, uh, uh. Please state the purpose of your visit. Uh, perhaps my work is not, um. Please state the purpose of your visit. I, I have been invited to, to dinner. Your journey begins now. Speak by Philip Palmer. Do you like the wine? Yes, I, I like the wine. I like the wine too. The wine is good. Just good. I don't. I don't understand. Not more than good. It's very good. It's great. Great. Very great. Can you say very great? I, I apologise. I, I spoke wrong. Oh, don't apologise. Who was it who said, never apologise, it's a sign of weakness? I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know. John Wayne, I think. Is he a worker at the factory? <laughs> he was an actor in films. Uh, westerns, they were called. Oh. I've never heard of such a thing. Western? Your generation know nothing. I, I have studied physics, mathematics and engineering. Pour me another. <laughs> and for yourself? I, I've drunk enough. Define enough. Uh, it, it is... What comes before too much? No, there's no such thing as too much. <laughs> Can I go now? You haven't finished your wine. My glass is empty. Stay. Please. Indulge me. Uh, Tell me about your work, Lucian. You already know about my work. Oh, not really. You are the person who supervises me. Something to do with... Carbon capture, isn't it? We build carbon filters and transport them around the world in sailing ships. My job is data processing and quality control. I, I used to work in accounts. Hmm. Have you ever been on a sailing ship? No. I have. A yacht in the Caribbean. Smitten by a hedge fund manager with a huge portfolio. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 Why is that funny? I mean, he was well endowed. With hedge funds? With manhood. He had to be there. I don't understand you sometimes. Will you make love to me? Do I have a choice? Of course you do. Then no. What if I said you don't have a choice? You have to do what I tell you because I'm the person who supervises you. Is that really what you want? No, no. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you something.
What is this place? It's called a library. <laughs> a what? Touch one if you like. The leather, the, the, the gold, they, they make a pattern on the shelf. Hmm. Yeah, that shelf is the novels of Walter Scott. I've read them all. I've never heard of Walter Scott. But you, you know what a novel is. No. Hmm. Pick one. Which one? Anyone. I, I, I can't. I, 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 I can't choose. Then, this one. Hmm. Hold it. Touch it. They're meant to be touched. How, how do I turn it on? Lucian Williams, what? you must report to the supervisor's office. Okay. Report to the supervisor's office. Right. How may I help you, Clara Shannon? Good afternoon, Lucian Williams. I just wanted to see you. <laughs> you... you can't do this. Oh, yes, I can. Do you like the music? It's uh, strange. It's not like music. We call it jazz. Mm. Mm. Would you like me to turn it off? Uh, yes, please. You've got paint on your face. It'll wash off. Can I, can I see what you're painting? When I'm finished. It's, it's abstract. Do you know what... Abstract is? Mm. No, of course not. How's the book? It's, um, hard. The, the, the words, they, they make my head hurt. Uh, some, some of it makes no sense. Well, it's a dream. Hmm? How, how can it be a dream? Well, it just is. S some of the words don't even exist. <laughs> That's because they're nonsense words. Words must have meanings. That, that's what a word is. Come here. Hmm? Twas brillic, and the slithy toves did gar oh. and gimble in the wave. Stupid. All mimsy were the borogoves, and the mome wraths outgrabe. What, what's a mome wrath? <laughs> no idea. That's the point. It's a stupid point. Just read. Why, why are you looking at me like that? Because you're beautiful. When I look at you, a shudder of sensual joy washes over my body. A glorious admixture of concupiscence and... Lucien, are you... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Those are forbidden words, aren't they? What do you mean? Some words are dangerous, hence forbidden. Will I find these words in, in the books in your library? Probably. Mm. Say it again. What? The, the word that made my head hurt. Which one? Sen 
Sensual. Sensual. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think we ought to change the subject. But, but I, I want to know. I, I wonder, perhaps, are, are these technical terms? <laughs> well, I suppose, in a way, they are. Then, am, am I allowed to know, then? Sensual means sexual thing. Am, am I right? Well, yes. And, and con, con... Concupiscence. Con, concupiscence also means sex. It means feeling sexy. Horny. Horny, like a rhinoceros's horn? No, no, no. Horny. Full of sensual... Sexual excitement. <laughs> so they all mean the same thing. Or all these words are different words for the same thing. No, 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 no. Essential means um, what you feel when it rains and the sun comes out. It's 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 what you feel in a long hot bath. It's it's what you feel when you're lying next to your lover's naked body. Concupiscence is about sex, but it's it's more classy. It's it's not a word anyone uses unless you want to say it and feel it on your tongue, in, in your lips. Concupiscence. And, and horny? Horny is when you don't care about romantic candlelit meals. You just want to do the thing with... Whoever happens to be around. Mm. How was it for you? You talk too much. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say this, Lucien, but... I think I love you. Do you love me? I I don't know what that means. Well, don't tell me you don't feel love. I'm sure I do. Well, then say it. I love you. <laughs> mm. You don't mean that. I love you. I, I love you. I, I love you. Just saying it over and over again in the hope I get bored of asking you to feel something you're... Well, you're obviously just not capable of feeling. Words are facts, Clara. What what I feel for you is not a fact. It's... It's, it's what I feel for you. What is that? <laughs> you really do talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> State the number of the apartment you are visiting. Apartment 55, Clara Shannon. Please state the purpose of your visit. Mm, educational. Your journey begins now.
Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Um, the, the poet is comparing her, the woman he loves, with a summer's day. Mm-hmm. Uh, summer days are nicer than winter days. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sunny and you can take your shirt off. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to take his shirt off with her. Um, not quite. <laughs> oh, he is comparing. Mm-hmm. A summer's day is lovely, but he is telling her that she is even more lovely and she doesn't rain. Near enough. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Uh, it, it's sometimes stormy in May. True. Uh, and summer's lease, a property can have a lease. Mm-hmm. Summer is not a property, though, but, but it's a metaphor. Uh, summer is a short-term lease. Which means it doesn't last long. It, it doesn't last long enough. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, he, the poet, the lover, wants summer to last longer. And what's that got to do with her? She, she is young, but as time passes, she'll grow old and, and be less young. And if she can't afford cosmetic rejuice, she, she'll become withered and ugly. Mm, harsh but fair. <laughs> I, I don't understand. He, He's telling his lover she'll get old and ugly. Well, he, he's saying cherish the moment, hmm? the moment of summer, after the storms of May, before falling autumn leaves. In, embrace life and love. He, he wants to have sex with her. He's evoking the transience of the best moments of our lives. Sometimes too hot the eye of heaven shines. The eye of heaven that that's the sun mm-hmm. and often is his gold complexion dimmed by a lunar eclipse by clouds hmm. and every fair from fair sometime declines by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed but thy eternal summer shall not fade nor lose possession of that fair thou owest nor shall death brag Thou wanderest in his shade. When in eternal lines to time thou growest. Why why are you crying? So long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Ah, you're crying because the poem is beautiful. I'm crying because the poem is crap. She will grow old, she will grow withered. Death will brag and sneer at the shocking state of her frail, cadaverous body as she pisses herself in her bed. That's not in the poem. You're you're, you're not talking about the poem. Yourself. You you mean yourself. You, You are an old woman and you fear death. I'm 65. That's not old. And I can afford... Uh, I don't have wrinkles. No, you don't. On a good day, in a dim light, I could pass for a 35-year-old. In a dim light? Perhaps. Hmm. But on a sunny day, when there are no clouds and when there are teenagers with bare shoulders running on the soft grass, you can see how very still and toneless is my skin. Hmm. Your flesh is like... sunrise. It's like roses like dew in my flesh it's like cling film over old bones 
When my mouth smiles, my eyes don't crease. I, I had noticed that. So I weep because I'm old. I, I don't care that you're old. Well, you deserve better. Someone younger, someone with flesh like dew upon a rose. I, I have that. I, I enjoy that. You have other lovers. Hmm. Younger lovers. Of course I do. Well, that's good. Yeah, good. Cara Shannon, apartment 55. Please you state ain't the never been moved. No, no. Please state the purpose of your Do visit. Do you find that mood in the go, go, go? That is not an acceptable purpose for a visit. Ah, I have a meeting with my supervisor. Your journey begins now. Thank you. Hey. Oh, I'm sick of watching that crap. You, you never like anything that's on. Well, it's nothing but documentaries. Propaganda about how wonderful solar panels are or how we should all live within our means. Please, not tonight. What do you mean? You keep saying words that aren't words. Which words? Propaganda and, and documentary. Just because the word documentary isn't in your vocabulary doesn't You know mean it, it makes me feel sick when you use words that aren't words. What, like uh, sesquipedalian, antediluvian, lugubrious, crepuscular, I mean it. lascivious? Stop! I thought you liked learning new words. I do, but it hurts. Well, it's conditioning. It's like Pavlov's dog. You salivate when you... Salivate makes me feel sick. And, and yet... Uh, it... it uh, it what? It exhilarates me. Is it exhilarating your vocabulary? No. And that is exhilarating. I, I, I am exhilarated to use the word exhilarate. But if you say there is a show that is a documentary that... That means some. Um, well, that that means I. Uh, that that means. Oh, spit it out for crying out loud. That that means there is a kind of show that is not a documentary. Oh, in my day we called them movies. Shows that are about the world as it is not, and and just the I, idea of that it makes it makes me. <laughs> It's scary what people like me have done to people like you. People like me are the people who make the world work. With a vocabulary of 1,500 words. It, it's 1,500 parent words. We, we, we can form child words, too. So, and technical terms. We are, we are allowed as many of those as, as our job requires. So there are many more than the core 1,500 words in our language. Do you know what we call your language? What? 
It's simply a... Um... We call it Globish. I don't, I don't know that word. It was invented in 2004. It's, it's, it's simply a language that we speak. It, it is the purer version of the language that you speak. I speak English, the mother tongue. What you speak is the primitive grunt version of the language of Shakespeare, purged of poetry and nuance. A, a language for half-wits. I am not a half-wit. Mm, you know that word, then. Uh, only because of you. In, in, in my language, we can't say half-wit or spick or, or kike or packy or, or pufter or slut. We, we, we don't even have a word for jealousy or envy. What are you saying? Because you don't have the words. You don't even feel jealous or envious. Now I do. Now I do. You're jealous of what? Of me? I, I'm jealous that you can spend your days painting, even though you have no more than a modicum of ability. Oh. I, I, I have talent for drawing, but I have never painted with real paint, and I never you, will. If you want to paint, you can paint. You can come here and paint. I can't do that. Why not? Because it is a thing that I can't do. Like saying words that are not words is a thing you cannot do. I can do that now. It just hurts. Tell me I'm beautiful. <laughs> Do that at least. You're beautiful. Be specific. My eyes, my hair, my lips, my skin. Tell me how lovely I am. Your eyes? They are oval with a pale blue iris. Your lips, they are fuller than average and are a bright shade of crimson. I suspect you use some kind of paint upon them. Um, your hair is black. It is shoulder length with no sign of grey, but I believe that's because you inject yourself with enzymes. Uh, your skin is pale. No liver spots, no pimples, blackheads, moles or blemishes. In short, it is skin that has been paid for by a woman who has very much money to spend on such things. Now, will that do? No. No, that will not do at all. Oh, oh um, I, I, I could say this. Um, my mistress' eyes are, are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her lips red. If snow be white, why then her breasts are done? If her be wires, black wires grow on her head. I, I have seen roses damasked red and white, but no such roses I see in her cheeks. And, and in some perfumes is there more delight than in the breath that from my mistress reeks. I love to hear her speak, and yet well I know that music hath a far more pleasing sound. I, I grant I, I never saw a goddess go. My, my mistress, when she walks, she, she treads on the ground. And, and yet, by heaven, I think my love as rare as any she belied with false compare. Oh. If you find yourself caught in love, 
My name is Lucien Williams, and I work at the factory. And what work do you do at the factory? I do whatever I'm asked to do, but most of the time I do data processing and quality control. We have met before, have we not? Yes. I wish to thank you for all your hard work. Thank you. But I have been asked to speak to you about your attitude. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I do not know that word. Do you not? It's quite a common word. It is not in my vocabulary. I have had complaints about the way you do things and the tone in which you speak about things. My, my tone is my tone. It is the way I speak. I'm sorry it is not a good tone. Are you sorry? Yes, I am sorry. You're not just saying you're sorry, even though you're not sorry. No, I am sorry. Then that's good. What am I sorry for? For your tone. For example, the tone you used in a conversation you had last week with a worker named Ellie Castle. I like Ellie, but she's a poor worker and her productivity is not good. So is that why you told her she had to shape up or ship out? Yes. Causing her to be angry because you were using words that were based on an archaic metaphor that was not in her lexicon. I do not know the word archaic. Um, the, the phrase shape up or ship out is a technical term that is used in business management studies and I have read a number of books in that area. You also used other words that she did not know and spoke them in a way that made her angry. Then I will apologise to Ellie and I apologise to you, Clara Shannon. I did not do a good thing by using words that my workers did not know. It's an easy mistake to make. It is a mistake I will not make again. Ellie's bone idle. She turns up late for work and she spends half the day on her phone and everyone covers for her. You have to be more careful. I know. It's just everyone says the same things all the time. Like robots. It drives me up the bloody wall. Oh, the same words over and over. A cacophony of banality. <laughs> But, but you people, when you're together, you, you don't. Oh, yes, when I'm with my friends, I can say whatever I want. So you people, you're, you're not like us? Well, I'm not quite sure what you mean by you people. Then neither am I. We are workers. What, what's the uh, word for you? Well, I'm, a, I'm the daughter of the man who owns the factory. I, I have... Shares in the factory. I'm an owner. Yes. Um, of course you are. What's wrong? I... I've worked at the factory for nearly seven years now, but I didn't realise till I met you that I'm a worker and, and that you're an owner. A, a boss, a, a captain uh, of industry, stop a, a plutocrat, uh, a, a capitalist, an, an no, oligarch. You don't, don't use words like oligarch. I will not be that. 
I am not that. It's, it's a word I've only recently learned. I, I, I didn't know it would make you angry. A hundred years ago, people like you used to kill people like me. You'd string us up from lampposts by our ankles. My grandfather served in the Civil War. Does he talk about it? No. No. No, no, of course not. His mind wouldn't let him. In a single generation, we stripped you of your words. My grandfather did that. He was a visionary. They all were. They... They brought us back from the brink of global anarchy and ecological disaster, and I thank them for it. Is that true? That they, they saved us all? Of course it's true. Just told you it's true, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> Please state the purpose of your visit. It's none of your business. That is not an acceptable purpose for a visit. Shut that up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Out of order. Well, what's this? Billy Holiday. Mm. Don't like it. It's terrible. Hey, get me a drink, please. You're in a bit of a mood, aren't you? I've been hauled over the coals. I've had my bollocks stomped upon. I've had a right ticking off. What, you've been reprimanded? That's the word. Who by? My supervisor. Well, I'm your supervisor. <laughs> Apparently, all the supervisors have a supervisor to supervise them. Who would have known, eh? Who was it? He called himself O'Brien. I don't know an O'Brien. O'Brien isn't his name. Then why did he call himself O'Brien? Are you really that thick? Or is it a facade to conceal your coruscating wit and dazzling intellect? You're drunk. A brilliant observation. Yes, I am indeed three sheets to the wind, pickled, sozzled, and in a word, drunk. Ugly drunk. Nasty drunk. Why were you reprimanded? I've been organising. Organising what? My fellow workers, my comrades... What happened? The man who was pretending to be called O'Brien told me I was to be retrained. What does that mean? It means I'm to be trained to do a job that is different to the job I am currently doing. Which new job? There is no new job. I will be paid, but I won't go to work and I won't do anything useful from now until the day I die. 
So what did you do? <laughs> I formed a discussion group. And O'Brien found out? No, no. He, he, he doesn't know? He kept telling me, we know everything. But he was lying, he was trying to trick me, but he failed. I, I admitted nothing, he can prove nothing. So, so, so why did he say you're going to be retrained? Because he suspects that I know more than I should. He told me his name was O'Brien, which is the name of a character in a novel by George Orwell, and he saw that I knew he was lying and that I knew who O'Brien was, which means I'd read a book, a forbidden book, and that's why O'Brien ended my life. But, but that's appalling. It's called being deleted. Does he know about us? I don't think so. We have to be careful, even more careful. I'll never see any of my friends or my family ever again. I, I'll live in a cell without bars. But I, I, I can still read books from your library if, if you let me. Please. I'm, I'm begging you. Yes, of course you can. Come here. Oh, my poor baby. Thank you. Um, and, and if I'm not working, I, I, I have time to think, time, time to read, uh, time to plan. I, you know, I might even write my ideas down. Oh, I'm not sure that's such a good idea. I, I learned a new word today, Clara. A word that no one ever uses anymore. What word? A word that isn't even in your vocabulary. I don't know which word you're talking about. You, you know which word. Say it. Say it, Clara. Say the word. I don't. I can't. Well, then I'll say it. Revolution. Revolution. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. The snark is at hand, let me tell you again. It is your glorious duty to seek it. To seek it with thimbles, to seek it with calves. To pursue it with forks and with blood on the leaves and blood at the root. Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze. Strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees. Here is the fruit for the crow to pluck. Here is a strange and bitter crop. This is a level three alarm. You must remain near your desk with your ID visible. You must take off your jacket and your trousers and skirts and your shoes. When you have done this, stand away from the walls with your hands on your heads. This is a level three alarm. 
People with guns are here to protect you and you must do what they say or they will shoot you. Come in. Thank you. He's dead. Who's dead? O'Brien. The man who told you he was O'Brien. His name is Robin Heyman and he's... Well, he was the senior vice president in charge of operational affairs at the factory. He's one of you. He wasn't an owner, he was a manager. One of the elite. He's dead, Lucian. One of the dead elite. He was murdered by his own workers, stabbed to death, then dangled upside down by his feet from the ceiling of his office. It was it was a a lake of blood. <laughs> was pale as winter. Do they know who did it? Oh, the man's confessed. One man. He has lung cancer. He was about to retire on medical grounds. One man didn't do it. It, it was a conspiracy. It's a revolution. Our father will be furious. He'll blame me. Or I am to blame. No. It, it's me. I love words, Lucian. I love capturing the butterfly of experience and holding it in my hand, describing it, then letting it fly free again. But words are a fever, a glorious fever, an exhilarating fever. When all the words I taught you were let out into the world, they turned out to be a blight, a contagion. Dream of this, dream of that, never be happy with what you have. They cut his throat. They actually cut his throat. He deserved it. He did not deserve it. He was one of us. Us. Hush now. Don't explain. There ain't nothing to gain. What are you doing here? My name is Lucian Williams. Yes, I know. Now please state your name and look at the camera when you do so. Uh, um, Clara Shannon. I've been asked to talk with you. What's going on? The, the factory is closing down. No, the factory is not closing down. Well, I was told The factory everyone... will continue to operate. But all the staff have been sacked. Good. Including you, Clara. What? <laughs> you turn that goddamn camera off. Please do not swear. It's off. What the hell are you playing at, Lucian? 
and doing my job, your father has instructed me that you are to be removed from your position as supervisor. Uh, he, he's very angry with you. This, he, this he is thinks insane. You've been reckless. I'm I'm sorry, Clara. You spoke to my father. Yes. When? Last week. I've never seen such a wonderful house. It was so beautiful, and and he is so cultured and articulate. And off the record, I I can inform you, he he very much admires me. He he said he can use a man like me. What for? Well, to crush the revolution. Lucian. I created the revolution, so who better to betray it? But, but, But why? I... I realised it was my duty to tell the truth. Liar, why? Money. Money? Hmm. I get my job back and now I am paid a lot more money. That's not reason enough to betray your comrades. You dine in the best restaurants. You you drink the finest wine. You, you go to the opera. You can travel abroad. You, you know, I... I didn't know the word abroad until I found the album of your holiday photographs. And now I know the words, the the names of all the countries of the world, the Caribbean, the the Maldives, Papua New Guinea, each word a world. (laughs) What, What are you doing? Your father has decided that you need educating. Educating? You you mean brainwashing? Educating. I'm to be punished for creating you? Yes. I thought you loved me. Oh, 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 oh. I, I do. Beyond all measure, you... You are my beloved mistress for now and forever. Love alters not times, brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom, and so forth. And I I promise I will truly love you. I I will love you to the end of our days, and, and you will love me, and you won't remember any of this. No, 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 Lucian, you can't. You can't. I, I love you. No more words, Clara. For you, no more words. by Philip Palmer. Clara was played by Pepe Haywood and Lucian by Andrew Gower. It was a BBC Cymru Wales production directed by James Robinson.